Do you struggle with putting yourself first? Are you tired of feeling burnt out and overwhelmed from constantly putting the needs of others before your own? I have created a sacred space that will be available once a week for 10 weeks to learn, dive deep, and create your boundaries to boost your confidence and self-worthiness. Go to www.krista-luna.com and sign up for the Master Your Boundaries course starting in September 2023. And use the code PARANORMAL to get 30% off today on Yes, your second one tonight. How lucky are you? And I am your host, as always, Jeremy, for those who don't know, here to try and make the world seem a little more normal. Does it ever work? No. No, it never works to make the world more normal. But it's not supposed to because the world's a weird place and it's the world likes it like that. So we're going to keep it like that. But as always, there's a guest to help me try to do this, accomplish this goal. And my guest tonight is Dr. Lisa Winters, an animal communicator Yes, my second one of the night, and a pet tarot expert, which is a first for me. So I, that's <laughs> that right there is what I'm excited about is the pet tarot part. But excellent. First, first things first. How are you doing tonight, Lisa? I am fantastic, and thank you so much, Jeremy, for having me on your program. I'm really excited to be here. It's a bit early here in um, Perth, Western Australia, but um, definitely worth it. Oh, I. I have friends who podcast out of Australia, so I I love I love working with Australians. They always have such a good attitude about everything. <laughs> they they really do. Like yeah, very in, easy going. They are living in the world, living in like literally the country with the most deadly animals in the world. They're always happy, so I can't yes. explain it. But <laughs> I'd be yeah, so I'd be scared of, but I'd be scared I personally. Know. I know, and as a vet, I um, I work with a lot of those deadly animals. Um, I'm one of the few um, vets in Western Australia who will treat um, all of our venomous snakes. Um, so I get to handle a lot of and treat a lot of the, you know, venomous snakes that are literally in the top ten in the world as the most venomous. Um, so yes, always an exciting day in the clinic. Ooh, okay. We're gonna have two episodes in a row tonight. We're talking about snakes. I am looking forward to that. But <laughs> the first question I ask everybody is, what got you into the paranormal slash spiritual world that you live in? Yes, uh, great question. Um, I don't know if you remember or your audience remembers um, a movie. It was about nineteen. I think it came out in about nineteen seventy-five, called Escape to Witch Mountain, and it's about I... these two. I know the remake. I don't know the original. Yes. Yeah. So uh, this is I'm talking about the original. That, that gives you my age. Um, anyway, there's the the two kids, um, at T and Tobis that um, uh, T and Toby that leave. You know that the whole program is about. And Tia is um, able to communicate with animals telepathically. She's able to communicate with her brother and um, uh, no premonitions of the future. And I remember watching that movie um, as a little girl. And for the first time, I saw someone and, um, you know, and had them talk about something that I had already been doing, which was communicating um, with the animals. And I remember turning to my um, family at that time that were um, with me and saying, I can do that. And they they looked at me and they went, yep, right, Lisa, no worries. And they quickly dismissed me. And so it was kind of from that point forward that I realized that, hang on a second, maybe um, I was a bit different in that not everyone communicated with with animals. And it, it that was my kind of my first most conscious awareness. And basically it has stayed with me. I mean, obviously it stayed with me for my entire life. And I have been communicating with animals, you know, since that you know, my most earliest um, memories. And it has 
um, evolved into me creating, you know, programs. I believe that everyone has this ability to, to communicate with animals um, and to teach people how to reconnect with that those abilities. Um, and in the last five years, I've created an additional um, tool that seems to really help people learn how to communicate with animals. And it's an amazing, you know, anchoring tool, which um, was Pet Tarot. And so that has become my biggest selling service is to do pet tarot readings for for animal you know for pets and their pet parents um and i now incorporate it into my um my program my pet partnership program that um, teaches people how to actually communicate with animals so it's been a lifelong journey it's been with me since i can remember amazing and i if I can communicate my two masters actually and actually get them to listen, that'd be the greatest yes. thing in the world. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you have to remember I... all animals have free will. So they get a choice. Um, we can ask them to do things and we can communicate with them. But they, at the end of the day, still have free choice. Um, whether they decide to listen or not will always be up to them. But you can absolutely learn how to have those conversations in helping with behavior issues, um, just being able to know why your animals have come into your life. So being able to do readings um, and learning how to communicate to learn how to do the, um, to learn how their soul contracts work um, is um, one of the, you know, big things that people want to, to know about. Oh, it's, it's incredible. And I, I actually got to do it. I got her, get him. I got her. Well, he's not going to go in the cages as soon as we put in there. All right. Uh, well, let me ask you this. Yes. Have you had any experiences with anything on the ghostly spiritual realm or, I mean, yes. even even in Australia, aliens or even cryptids such as the um, Yowie or mm. any other crypt. We actually just did an episode of my other paranormal podcast about Australian cryptids, yeah. and there's a lot of crazy ones down there. But of Australia, I expect nothing else. But yes, so. Um, I have, um, since I was, like I said, since I was a child, I um, have been uh, in communication with spirit. Um, my sister and I used to, we actually created a Ouija board um, out of a piece of plywood and a piece of cardboard as our planchet. And we used to use the Ouija board um, to communicate with spirit, um, you know, when we were teenagers. Um, I've continued to, to communicate with spirit um, since then. So I um, I have a, a little team, a team of spirit guides along with my spirit animals that I communicate. Um, as a child, we owned a rental home that was um, uh, spirited in that it had ghosts and lots of odd things that used to go on in it. Um, so I remember my parents um, telling me stories about what would um, go on in in that house. Um, so a man who lived there, he actually um, killed his wife at the kitchen table in the house. And um, since that time, there had been quite a lot of um, spiritual activity occurring where pe the people who would rent it would say they would um, see footprints um, walking across the carpet, so indentations. Um, they would see a bed print where someone would come and sit and lie down next to them in the bed where they could see the actual indentation of the body. Um, you know, lots of lots of um, interesting um, things like like that coming through. You know, my whole um, you know experiences growing up here in Australia. Probably, um, you know, my big main thing is is just you know speaking with people who have passed over or on the other side. I don't witness too many. I did have a UFO encounter as a young kid um, where we were um, out um, outside kind of late at night and it, yeah, I remember seeing this light come and we stopped and watched it for a while and I remember turning to my friend going, I think that's a UFO. And then of course, you know, we were teenagers and so then it kind of spooked us a bit. So we kind of took off um, heading back to home and when we looked back, it just kind of sat there and then it just kind of just shot up and disappeared. So um, 
we were pretty convinced and we both um you know talk about that story how um we saw a ufo when we were um kids interesting and australia is a hot spot for ufos it really is like yeah. it's just yeah it's it's uh, i mean i never heard of many abduction stories out of australia but no. i've heard of a lot of i've heard of a lot of ufo sightings up down well yeah, down under, I yeah. so i mean down under yes <laughs> yeah no a- i i hear about it a lot like like you say that a lot of people talk about it um i've yet to see any um i love um looking at the stars i actually am a, an astrologist so i do um astrology readings and um yeah the the moon and the stars and the sky has always um been a big draw to me you know since i was little so i wanted to be an astronaut before i wanted to be a vet so i wanted to be the first woman when i was growing up i wanted to be the first woman to land on the moon um as a as a child um and i and i got told that i was not tall enough to get into the um nasa program so i um yeah had to change my career path and it's it's funny because we haven't been back to the moon since the first time. Exactly. For a, re- so for a reason. Exactly. For, for the because they never went the first time. So. Oh, oh you just made me the happiest man earth by saying that. I mean. Yeah. The idea. So. See, I well, I don't know about that. I really don't. I mean, yeah. I've always I, been I don't the, think we did. I don't think we did. I don't think we made it. I think we staged I, it and yeah that's a very popular theory nowadays but mm, i yeah. am more i kind of lean more to i mean i'm on the fence about it but i kind of lean more towards the idea that we went there we met something that told us not to come back <laughs> yeah, that's if, a, i like that theory i like that theory because if you look at the um like com- like the conference after it happened, like the interviews with the astronauts. Yeah, they're scared of something, whether it's yeah. something they saw and talked to, or whether it's something, or whether it's the government telling them like, keep yeah. quiet about what you saw up there. Like they're scared yeah. of something, and mm. I those those are kind of the lines I go to. Is that like they saw like they that. saw something? Because I mean, they shot a missile at the Earth back in whenever it was. And the the, the moon, I mean, at the moon, and the moon rang yeah. for, I think it was, like eleven minutes or something like that. Like it, mm. it which I'm a big believer in the hollow moon theory that the moon's yeah. not really not really a natural existing thing that it's a station of some kind, like okay. almost like a almost like a Death Star for lack of yeah, a better description. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yeah. And there's there's something that's based there and. That may be where most of our alien abductions come from is they take us back there and they do what they want to do and all that and then they bring us back because they just want to but yeah yeah I mean I, I I don't know I mean no one will ever truly know until the government releases the information they have on exactly it, that's and that really is at the end of the day what what it is isn't it that they will ultimately they will actually they'll tell us the truth um when they're ready to tell us the truth i think so um yeah but i just i find it i've always found it interesting that um we've gone once and we've never gone again and i if we had that technology back in the 60s we would think that our technology would be even far better than it was um, now so yeah yeah i don't i We'll never know until the government. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm, I'm fame. I'm famous for saying like the next pandemic we have, they'll say they'll say Bigfoot's real. But yeah, <laughs> and all, all of his cousins all over the world, of course, as well, including the, including the infamous Yowie. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's so it's so nice to have somebody else's dog barking on a podcast. I know <laughs> it, it's all happening here at the house. We've got um uh yeah nbn people coming and i'm trying to i'm sitting over going shush shush um so hopefully he's not barking oh, well, too much in your background oh, oh he he is a lot quieter than my mastiffs are when they bark so <laughs> excellent 100 so i mean <laughs> trust me I, my wife just put us my wife just put them back in their cages and put a sheet over their cages hope we're trying that for the yeah. first time ever to see the keeps them quiet but while you're podcasting but excellent but <sighs> Let me ask you this. Yeah. 
what do you think of the crazy cryptids in Australia, like the Yowie, like the Bunyip, and all these <laughs> like dinosaur-like yeah. creatures that that are supposed to be in Australia? Um, I you know I find it interesting. I think anything is possible. Like I'm a firm believer in that. You know, anything is possible. We live in a world where we do not know um, every little square inch of you know every forest, every desert, every ocean, all of those kinds of things. And so I think there's always the ability um, for, um, you know, uh, creatures to to live and, you know, thrive without us even knowing it. So Australia is not a big place and most of its, inhab you know, inhabitants live right along the ocean on each coast. Um, so there's a vast center um, of Australia that's that's not highly inhabited. Um, obviously, the Aboriginals um, have a lot of um, Dreamtime stories um, that are very interesting, uh, you know, around those kinds of things. Um, and being the oldest living um, culture in the world, you know, makes me think that they're not making this kind of stuff up. So. Um, I haven't seen a lot of information on it um, to be able to to give a really well um, educated um, opinion, um, but I do believe that anything is is possible. So it wouldn't surprise me. Like there's a lot of crazy things that are live here in Australia that live nowhere else in the world, um, and there's been a lot of crazy animals that live here that have never lived anywhere else in the world. So um, it would not surprise me. Well, I mean, you, I mean, I'm not sure. I, I don't know exactly where you live and I, please don't give it out on a live podcast. Cause that's not happy for anybody, but, um, you never heard, like you never possibly heard when you were younger, even like the howl of a yowie, like through the woods. I'm actually, um, originally from the U S so um, oh. I've only, I've only lived here for the last probably 20 years. Um, uh, and yeah, so I'm originally from the Pacific Northwest, so Washington State. So I know all about Bigfoot, um, and um, uh, you know, seeing the Bigfoot sightings and 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 hearing those kinds of um, uh, stories. So um, so no, I don't I don't know that much about the Australian um, relative. Um, I probably would be uh, more knowing of the um, of the North American. Um, Bigfoot version, yeah, yeah, uh, interesting. And in Pacific, oh, and the Pacific Northwest is such a Bigfoot hotspot too. Now it nowadays, is, yes. I mean, with with small town monsters going to the Olympic project and like literally filming Bigfoot nests, like it's just yeah. insane. Like that yeah. fact, yeah. The proof we have nowadays, and anybody, anybody who says they, anybody who says they can't exist to me is just like, I'm like, yeah. what are you thinking? There's yeah. so much proof otherwise, like they have to exist yeah. to some degree, like whether it's a lot smaller population than we think, but that wouldn't account yeah. for all the sightings across the world. Like, I mean, that's uh, right, just, that's right. It just uh, it drives me insane, <laughs> but but we're here to talk about what you do, not about what <laughs> quiet moose <laughs> loud massives. God, love it, uh, yeah, and. In case you, in case you haven't, I, I mean, I don't think we're friends on Facebook, so you might not have seen it, but my puppy Moose has a cone around his head right now because he just had surgery last week because he ate a stuffed pig. So, oh, excellent! Yes, so he's got the cone <laughs> of shame, the cone of shame on, um, for that, um, is is always a quick bit traumatic for them, isn't it? <laughs> oh, he, he's already he's already chewed up one and broke it, and now he's on he's on his second. I went to track supply and brought bought yesterday and. We literally had to duct. We, we literally had to duct tape it like a few minutes after buy a few minutes after we put it on him because he chewed all the clips off it. But yes, <laughs> goddamn dog. Uh, but yeah. Let's talk about pet tarot because okay. I've, of, I've I've had tarot readers in my show before, but I never yes. had any that do it specifically for pets. Like, yes. how's how does that work? Like, do you need yes. to actually be physical? Do you need to be moves enough? Do you need to be physically with the pet or do you need to like see a picture of it? Like, how's that work? Yeah. So, um, pet tarot, I developed, um, about five years ago. Um, and it was completely developed 
from the animal's perspective. So I really sat with the animals when I was, you know, starting doing readings and and working with this um, and asking them, right, you know, what what does um, the let's see, let me just pull a card here, just a random card. So I use, uh, let me take a step back. I use a deck called um, the Wild Unknown. My deck is currently that I've created when I created Petero is, is in development. Um, but until it's um, done, I use a, a very specific deck called um, the, the Wild Unknown. And so here's a um, picture um, of the, the father of wands. Um, so when I sat with the animals and said, right, what, what does this, this card represent? The first thing that we discussed was is um, what the element of the card was. So the wand element is fire element. And fire element from the animal's perspective, this is about their soul contract. This is why they've come into our lives. This is about their um, joy, their passions, what they're here to do. Um, and it's um, so it's it's got that fire element energy. Now the the father of wands represents um, a male um, energy. So if I were giving you a reading, I would be saying that your your mastiff is acknowledging you um, and your um, uh, energy that is in the household. So that, that, that strong fatherly energy. And he sees that he has come into this world and has signed a contract with you around um, what's going on around that. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's purely from their perspective and it's their messages that they want to bring forward to be acknowledged and validated um, from, from, you know, from us. If I were to draw a major arcana card, um, so we've got the magician here. The animals wanted these messages to be specifically for the owner. So these are the owner life lessons that they would be wanting to. Um, and I've just drawn these cards randomly, and I don't think it is a random um, coincidence. So if I were doing a reading for you, I would be saying that your 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 dog um, Moose is is um, seeing himself as being a part of your um, guide team, and that he's actually wanting to help guide you um into you know these spiritual connections because the magician is our acts as our guide um and so he's wanting you to work more with your guides be a stronger connection with your guides and he's going to help guide you through this kind of you know the hero's journey the fool's journey that we go on as far as our life lessons um and you have all the elements available to you so using all of your senses all of your skills all of your talents all of your your um, gifts to be able to, um, you know, connect and give these messages, um, you know, around the world. So it's um, it's it's very unique because the the meanings of the cards and the information that comes through from the cards is actually from from the animal themselves that I'm doing the reading for. So I don't have to be in. Um, in present, um, I do a lot of Zoom calls around the world. I do need a picture and a name um, prior to um, doing a reading to be able to sit and connect with the animal and do some animal communication, um, those kinds of things. However, I have done a lot of lives where people just put the animal's name um, and what type of animal they are. So I don't actually have to see a picture. Um, I can just connect through that name and that and knowing that they're a dog or a cat or a horse or a bird or a reptile, you know, you name it, cow, sheep, all of them. So, yeah. Have you actually done readings for all those? Just out of curiosity? Because, like, I, I can't imagine yeah. someone being like, I can't imagine someone being like, I want to read for my cow. <laughs> like it's um, just yeah, you'd be surprised. A lot of um, uh, animal sanctuaries who um, actually rescue farm animals, so cows and sheep and pigs and goats, and um, they want to know their stories, and the animals want to be able to give them their stories and acknowledge and validate you know what it is that they've gone through what it means to be an animal what it means to be a production animal you know i believe that all animals are here to teach us um, and to teach us um, what it means to be human um, and what it means to to have unconditional love 
um, and the messages that they want to, um, you know, pass on. So, um, yeah, I have done readings for for farm animals. I've done readings for wildlife, um, you know, that are in in um, rehabilitation that aren't um, having, um, you're not coping well or there's things that are going on. Um, to be able to connect with them and find out what's going on. I had a, um, a ring-tailed possum um, that the, the carers were having um, difficulty. Um, they, it wasn't eating, it wasn't acting normal. Um, and I did a reading and it came forward that the, actually the possum had, was blind and didn't know that it was um, a possum and it didn't know how to have possum behavior um, because it had been... Um, uh taken as a young possum and had been hangry um so and because it was blind it didn't understand what it meant to be a possum and so we had to actually retrain it to be a possum um, obviously it couldn't be re-released into back into the wild so it stayed as an education animal but it, yeah it, it, any animal any animal it works well actually okay well since i wanted to show this to you just so you see it but uh, well, there we go. Those are the two puppies I have. Oh yes. That's that's Munchkin. Munchkin's the big one on the left, and Moose is the small one on the right. Excellent. They're gorgeous. They're absolutely beautiful. They're they're gonna make some cute puppies. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I I mean. We literally, I literally chose the name Munchkin because I know she's going to be huge, and she already is. And that's people here like her name's Munchkin. That's ironic <laughs> as could be. Like I'm like, yeah. that's, the, that's the point. Exactly. Like, it's, it's ironic, exactly. and I uh, like they're they're good dogs. They're good. They're good yeah. dogs. They're they're, lo they're loving as hell, and like they want nothing but attention. That's but right. They, Munchkin will chew on everything and then spit it out, and Moose will chew on everything and then eat it. That's the issue. <laughs> <laughs> but, right, Munchie? She's like, she's looking at me like, you put a sheet over my cage. How dare you? Mm. <laughs> yeah. She, she, I mean, she's actually laying down behaving, so she's smart. That's too. good. That, that's for that's for sure. Moose is the one you hear whining. Yes. And, do I hear a bird? Uh, yes, it's a Major Mitchell um, cockatoo. Um, just he lives outside my window, um, so he's one of those beautiful um, white cockatoos that um, have the orange crest. Um, so a big, large orange crest. So um, it, these are nat It's a native bird, so they will fly in wild flocks um, around around Australia. So although they've just been listed as um, an endangered cockatoo. So um, not as many flying um, wild in in um, in the wild now. So much more in ca captivity, I think. Yeah, I mean it's sad, but it is, it's yeah. for the best. For the best, literally. Yeah, yeah. I see you offer on your website though, like a, a therapy, a therapeutic soul journey reading. Yeah. Which, what does that entail? Yeah. So. Um, a therapeutic soul journey reading is actually um, uh, a tarot reading for people. Um, I've now in the process of um, changing a couple of things. Um, one of them is going to be in actually a combined tarot reading called a pet partnership um, reading. And that's going to actually be a reading for, the, for their pet and themselves. Because I'm a firm believer that um, a lot of things that um, animals are doing um, or expressing in their environment is actually them mirroring back to us what we actually need to address in ourselves. So again, um, this is about you know the animals here being coming in as a contract um, that they signed up with us as as humans um, to to help us um, heal, um, to help teach us what we need to learn, um, and so. Yeah, so now that therapeutic soul journey reading is going to be in combination with the pet tarot reading, um, but it's it's a it's a reading for for their for the pet parents so they can learn what it is that they're um, expressing that the animals are actually picking up and mirroring back in their behavior. So um, yeah, so if a dog's got anxiety, um, nine times out of ten, if you start talking with the with the pet owner. 
um, they will have anxiety. And when you start getting to the root of the problem, you know, why, why is this anxiety being present? Oftentimes when it gets fixed in us, it immediately gets fixed in the animal. So it's, it's quite interesting how, you know, we are so connected to our pets. Interesting. Question for you, and feel yeah. free to say no, because we, we can talk about this beforehand, and I don't want to put you in the spot. That's okay. But would you be willing to do those? Willing to do one of those, especially, especially since you've seen my dog, so you know what they're Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I can do definitely do a one-card draw for you. So what what I'd like you to do is is um, actually pick one of the animals that you would like to have the reading for. So just tell me their name. Let's go with Moose, because he's the most troublemaker in our area right now. So let's okay. go Moose. <laughs> yep. Okay. So now um, we'll do uh, we'll do a reading for, for Moose. We'll pull a card. Now, if you can just kind of set an intention or if you've got a question that you'd like to know or if you just want a general, see what he has to say, totally up to you. But just a, an intention for the reading. What? What will, what will it take for him to calm down and be a good dog? That's the Okay, question. fantastic, fantastic. Let's see what Moose has to say about um, what would help him um, settle. Um, he's already a good dog, so we know he doesn't need to be, um, mm. you know, but to help him settle and, and focus maybe on what's um, going on. Um, all right, so what I'm just doing is I'm just tuning in with Moose and I'm just giving my cards a shuffle. And in a moment, I'm going to um, put, I lay them all out, um, uh, face card down, obviously. So that's, it's a card that I'm randomly picking with connection with Moose. Um, and uh, we will see what Moose has to say, because he's got a lot to say. So a little bit to some of the first things that are coming through when I'm connecting with Moose right now. Um, he's got a lot of um, what I call nervous energy. And when dogs have a lot of nervous energy, it's because they are not knowing what it is exactly that they're supposed to be doing. So what their actual job is in the household. And so they get quite anxious and nervous when they are like, what am I here to do and why Why am I here? So that's the first thing that's coming through is, is that he doesn't know what his job is in, his, in the house. So he needs to be given um, some form of a job. And the jobs can be simple. It doesn't, you know, it can be that, you know, his job is, is to go out, you know, and get the paper every day or his job is to, um, you know, be, um, uh uh, a working working dog so doing some um, agility work or doing some obedience work you know like um, working dog work um, those kinds of things um, but the first thing is is he's saying is is I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here so I'm just all over the place let's pull a card and see what he has to say well he's the one you can hear right now so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah How long have you had him for? You haven't had him for very long, have you? Got him right before Halloween last year. Yeah, so a pretty short period. And he so just cost me—he just cost me fourteen hundred dollars in a surgery. So yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I think that's frustration. Um, that he's quite frustrated, and and so he's tearing things apart because he doesn't. I think he needs—he needs a job, is what he's saying. He needs a job. All right. Moose. Okay. So the first card that um, I've drawn, sorry, this is always back to front and I'm trying to get it so it's got the light. Um, so the first card that I've drawn is the Four of Pentacles. So the pentacles is the earth element, the earth element um, when it comes to and, it, it, you know, like I've randomly drawn this card and it's it's quite interesting that, it, you know, what we were talking about before, because the earth element is all about their self-worth and what it means for them to be in service um, to their people. Um, so he sees his connection in in the family 
all being interrelated. So we've got the four pentacles here and they're all kind of interrelated and, and connected there. It is absolutely essential for him to have very clear intention in what it is that he is supposed to do and what it is that he's supposed to be doing in your family. So right now he is like um, uh, a child with ADD who is um, not being, you know, helped um, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually to, because we've got the, you know, we've got the four um, um, aspects here to be able to focus and, and, hone that energy into something quite distinct so the the earth element is about having a job what they're here to be in service for us to do to help us um, and that can be look like anything but his big message to you is is that he needs to be told and shown what it is that his job is supposed to be in your family, in this family unit that you have. Um, so he needs to be, um, you know, said, right, okay, this is um, what we're wanting from you. This is your job for this family. Um, and then give him that job and do that job every single day. So like I said, it could be as simple as, you know, going out, getting the paper or, you know, helping you um, go out and do gardening. I, I keep getting this. And um, the second card that I drew um, was the Ace of Wands. So this is the pure fire energy. This is the pure energy of, of what the wands represents. And this is the soul contract that I was talking about earlier. And like I said, it wasn't a coincidence that I you know, randomly drew the father of wands, which was acknowledging you and him um, and, you know, what he has come here to do. And so I've now drawn the ace of wands and he's saying, listen, I want to be a part of what it is that you do. So I don't know if you actually go out and do, um, you know, some exploration out in, in the nature or wilderness um, looking for evidence um, of, of what your of what your interest is but he wants to be a part of that he wants to actually you know become uh, a part of what it is that you're doing I'm very sorry for the um, construction noise guys um, and so it's like almost like he wants to go out and help show you where to go. And dogs have an amazing, you know, sense of smell. They have amazing um, ability to track things down. And even being a mastiff, which we would not think as being a strong working dog, they still are a strong working dog and they've got a lot to offer. So it's almost like he wants to go out and help you be part of what you do um, and track down these things that you, that you talk about. Um, so it's, it's quite interesting that he's he's really very drawn and connected. So there's there's no doubt that he's come into your life for a reason. And it would be interesting to do a full um, seven card um, pet tarot reading or a pet um, reading, because I think that the two of you together, there's a lot going on um, and what he wants to do. But just Move, drawing a couple drawing a couple of quick cards. I think by giving him a job, it's going to focus his energy. It's going to settle him down. It's going to give him clarity, um, direction, um, you know, stability, you know, stability in, right, this is my job. This is what I do. I don't have to be constantly trying to get your attention to, to do something. Um, and so he can have his downtime where he relaxes. So, if um if you were one of my clients um i would be recommending doing um you know uh pet um in partnership empowerment package where we would sit and do a few readings and work through a few of these things to get really specific um in what it is but just as a brief off i really think he wants to go out and do and help you do what you're doing like he's really drawn to, to that so it would be interesting if you could cultivate um, that energy um, going towards focusing on, um, yeah, investigating the paranormal. Interesting. And, you know, it's funny. I, whoa, it got cold in here since you started doing that. That's the funny thing. And yeah. there, there, is, there is two spirits in my house. So that's yeah. the funny thing. But 
I get like a whenever I talk to mediums, psychics, anything in that yeah. line of work, I get a feeling in the middle of my head and like something starts to vibrate almost. Excellent. And since you started doing those tarot readings, it started happening and it's just like yes. and moose won't be quiet, but <laughs> and you're munching right now. But um that that's kind of funny that like that's what you most really it's kind of funny that's what you got out of it because it's just yeah yeah see i've i've taken him I, i've taken him to lemonster state forest in massachusetts here yep. which is a bigfoot hotspot yep i mean he didn't leave me to, he didn't leave he, he never led me to anything but i mean or yeah. at least i don't think he did i mean my wife was my wife had him and i had munchkin because munchkin's 130 yeah. pounds my, my wife can't yeah. really control her like i can mm. but it's almost like i i get like i can see him going out with you but it would have to be you know like you connecting with him and and asking him and really getting on to that level of going right okay mate um what is it that you you know want me to know where where should we go and look and then being really really um quiet quiet in your mind quiet in your space to let him give you that level of communication like i call it going neutral um where you you go neutral and let you know them communicate and they communicate to you in the path of least resistance so it might be you know i hear them i'm very strongly clairaudient um so i physically actually hear them speaking to me but also people are um you know clairsentient which is the quite empathic so they feel it in their body so i would say that probably one of your superpowers is being clairsentient because you're feeling it in your head you feel that buzzing that tingling so all of a sudden you're getting activated and he's starting to to open up that line of communication um you know a lot of people are claircognizant where they just know things things drop in um and then we've got clairvoyance where we can actually see and we've got all of those abilities in us they're there we just have to turn the dial up and turn the volume up and and get um quite tuned in with it so i would find it interesting if you're going out with him and just having this conversation and all of a sudden seeing what it is that he has to say around tracking and and going out there it's just that that you know that first time you didn't actually know that that's what he was out there to do and he was with your wife so you know you have to i think you'd have to actually take him out on his own and really have that that level of connection but he wants to work with you he wants to do work with you and around what it is that you do and i think that by starting that training process of going out and going right mate this is what we're going to do we're going to go out for 20 minutes and we're going to walk and we're going to get focused on you know tracking um bigfoot in the forest um and seeing what happens Holy crap. If I actually discover Bigfoot because of this, I swear to God, I'll make, I will pay you back. <laughs> but, uh, you hear that, Moose? You're going to help me find Bigfoot. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I can hope. I can hope. I, if, I, if, I was, if I was the one to make that discovery and actually make it known to the world, I would be the happiest man on earth. Absolutely. He's going to definitely help you find um, signs. He's going to, and it's going to be quite subtle signs. Um, in in what it is um you know like very kind of subtle tracking um like i'm almost seeing him showing me um like the hair fibers the 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 on the um on the branches or the ground or on trees like you know i like i'm like he's showing me that that's what i'm seeing um you know from him like i'm seeing the the hair fibers and the and the and the track you know those, the, like, that kind of evidence with it but he wants to work with you he needs a job he needs a job that'll that'll quiet him down very quickly interesting and i mean i don't know if he's agreeing with you right now or not but um <laughs> good yeah interesting i mean knowing him he probably would eat the hair fibers but <laughs> well you just have to have that conversation with him it's like okay you need to show me but you can't you can't eat what it is that we find <laughs> interesting i'll i'm gonna have to try that some weekend and, i mean as hard as it can Definitely. be to convince my wife that i want to go walk in the woods by myself like because i am not as, as, as i'm pretty sure i told you earlier 
I'm not a fan of hiking and camping by any freaking means. Yeah. Even if it's just going out for 20 minutes and she can, you know, come come back a half hour later or something like that to pick you up. But um, yeah, I just think that there's there's work for the two of you to do and it needs to be quite one-on-one. -on -one, and that's what he's um, saying and talking about. Is that what you're saying, Mosey? <laughs> oh, funny, he's quiet now. Yeah, oh, oftentimes yeah. When, um, when animals start getting validated and acknowledged, um, their behavior all of a sudden will start to change because it's like finally they're like, oh my God, someone's heard me, someone's validated, someone's acknowledged what I had to say. And when I have, you know, when they um, say that, oftentimes um, I have, you know, in the past when I've worked with people and done readings, um, the behavior that they are concerned about immediately stops um, when it once it gets acknowledged and validated. So, um, you know, he's a young dog, so he's got a lot of other energy, you know, in him, just young dog energy, um, which also the ace of um, the ace of wands represents that really young, intense, high energy um, in him like you know that's this is this is a, you know a, a perfect card for for what he how he represents and how he sees himself so he does have this fire like intensity about him that wants to you know be focused and harnessed and so if left not focused and harnessed it's going to start to um, present itself as negative behavior so i think you're kind of at the precipice right now of of being able to harness that energy and focus it for good um, and, you know, helping with your work rather than him just going, right, this is what I'm going to do and I'm just going to be destructive and I'm going to be aggressive and I'm going to be all of these negative types of behaviors. So, um, you know, he's, his intensity is, in, is bright. His intensity is, you know, there's a lot of fire in his belly. Um, so he needs that, that, um, that focus or it's going to come and it's not going to be, it's not going to end well. He's going to, he'll, he'll start showing negative um, behaviors with it. He already does that. But, uh, Time to focus him. Got to focus. All right. Maybe I'll have to start taking him for walks in the woods and stuff and see what he finds. Yep. But Yes. That but, it will, he will love that. He wants, that's his job. That's what he wants to do with you. Well, as an animal communicator, what are some like because i've i've talked to people who i've talked every animal community i talk to they do dogs they do horses they do cats but what are some of the strangest animals you've ever worked with um so my bearded dragon um i had a um a, a bearded dragon and it was really quite interesting i was um this little bearded dragon got handed into me and um uh and was um relinquished um when i was um working at the university and it was a very sick dragon and um i uh was talking with the radiologist and we were doing um x-rays regular routine x-rays of him and i was saying to them that you know he has come here that his job is is to teach people about metabolic bone disease and to be um, an advocate and he wanted his story to be told to help people learn how to um, take better care of these bearded dragons um, because they're very unique in their husbandry and those kinds of things. And so I was telling his story and um, sharing with him, with this radiologist, what it was that, you know, he wanted to do. And I was holding him and the radiologist turned to me and he said, he goes, he goes, I have sat there and watched that little dragon in your hands. And he said, he can hear you. He can, and he's listening to you. He's like watching you. He's like, I've never seen anything quite like that. And I said, well, yes, that's because I've given him a voice and I've, and I'm telling his story and, and I'm teaching people how to better take care of them. You know, he's a little, you know, 45 gram dragon. Um, and, uh, you know, basically here to teach and I've taught his story. Um, he's now since passed. Um, but he, um, continues, to, to teach people how to take better care um, of their dragons. Um, another one was a black-headed python, um, which is a very large snake um, who uh, was um, quite unwell. Um, and I did a, a communication um, reading with, with her 
um, in, in helping her heal. She had a non-healing wound. Um, a vet had inappropriately um, cut through her belly scales and they were not healing. She wasn't able to um, defecate because of it. Um, so, uh, you know, I asked her if she wanted to go to surgery and have it fixed and she said yes. Um, and, and it was a big surgery and whether or not we didn't know if she was even going to make it through. And um, she did. And um, I had taken her home to for her rehabilitation. And within I did um, a reading with her afterwards. And within about 24 hours, um, she was actually um, pooing normally, which she had not done for over 12 months. Um, and had actually eaten, which she hadn't done for over 12 months. And it was just having this conversation with her about her healing and what it was that she wanted done through her healing. And so I was able to set up her Viv um, in such a way um, with some, you know, certain, you know, things that she wanted in her Viv and how she wanted it um, to help her heal. And it was, it was like, you know, I was able to take the snake um, back to the owner um, within two days and was like you know she's pooing normally she's eating you know this is um pretty incredible for a snake that was so sick that couldn't do either of those for um you know over 12 months wow which as i told my last guest in this podcast tonight i grew up with a debilitating fear of snakes passed it passed down from my grandmother my mother my aunts like it was just a fear of snakes like to no end of fear of snakes and yeah like seeing one on tv re seeing a picture of one on a book cover or in a book like used to give me chills down my spine used to like make all my hairs go on end <laughs> and i got over it now somewhat like i could see oh, them on tv now and it doesn't bother me i've pet one before i, I never held one around my shoulders or anything because i that's a that's step a that's a step yeah. i would do now but like i haven't done it yet maybe yeah. someday maybe someday but so I mean, the fact that someone can, and you're not the, you are the third or fourth person I talk, I talk to that works with snakes, and like it's just like I tell this every time. It's just like to be able to work with snakes like that would terrify yeah. me to no <laughs> end, like no end, like yeah, like to be. I mean, I I actually used the word parcel tongue in one of my uh, episode, the first episode I did where a person communicated with a snake. Cause like that's yeah. that's all I could think of. It's like a partial tongue from Harry Potter lore. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And like, and like it's just ah, uh, uh, I can't imagine it. Like, my mm. son would love to have a snake as a pet, but I was like, I don't, I don't want that in my house. Cause if it gets yeah. loose, I can't, prom I can't promise I am not going to kill it in the process. Mm. Like if it gets loose, because like they're great pets though. They're great. They're great first pets. Um, actually, for kids, because they're very easy. And straightforward to take care of so hmm. i could see that i could see that maybe <laughs> but like i don't i just don't know like, it's, yeah that's no, understandable uh, understandable i mean the fear is still there because it's just i yeah. when i lived in a trailer in new york like i watched a snake all the time that like a garter snake that was like it lived in a little like rock formation outside the front porch of the trailer and like yeah eventually the rock from it like the whole summer that whole summer like i would watch the snake like in its rocks or i'd watch the snake like come out it popped out of the dirt one time and nearly gave me a heart attack because it was like a, it was like a scene from tremors the way it came out of the, the dirt but yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's uh, i don't know one of my house interesting it, it's interesting um that it that you know for someone who um you know, has that kind of um, concern and, and worry and fear of them that the the snake obviously had something to tell you, um, something for you to learn from, from their medicine, from their, um, from their energy, um, you know, for, for you to spend that much time watching them and seeing what he was doing and interacting with his environment um, during that time. So there, there, if you sit and reflect back with that, there will be some lessons um, that, that he taught you, um, you know, whether it be this kind of level of patience and um, uh, time for, um, transformation, or it might have been a during a time where you were going under undergoing um, a lot of transformation, um, because it's about shedding of your skin, shedding of the old, 
the new coming through. So there would have been information and lessons that he was teaching you, even though you might not have known it. It's funny that you use that, that, that analogy of shedding of the skin, because like, I mean, at that time, I can't think of anything necessarily that would have signified that. But mm -hmm. I'm actually next, as of a week from a week from Friday, I'm working with a um, a previous guest of my podcast from last from a week or two ago, who named Jassy, Jassy Jackson, who is she helps people find their true meaning in life. That's one of the main things she does. But yep. And I'm actually going to, like, I, I worked out, normally it costs like $1,400 to do her service for this, but yeah. I worked out a deal, a deal with her where I advertise for her, I advertise for her my podcast, and she will do it for free. So, oh, fantastic. I, I know, it's a, a lot of people are not willing to do that, and like, I just, the fact that she was willing to do that, like, we got along so well that she was just willing to do it, but. Beautiful. And, so I feel like I'm gonna be shaking my skin, my skin soon in a. Oh, in that's a, amazing! That's amazing. I feel like it's coming. Like I yes. feel like I'm gonna, I feel I feel like it's gonna work because like I feel like my true scent. Yes. I don't know. My father was famous for saying like, my father died in 2017 at 58. Oh, heart, I'm very sorry. Heart, ah, thank you. Um, heart surgery he didn't recover from. I mean, he had cancer mm -hmm. when he was a teenager, and his heart sack was destroyed from the radiation. So yeah. he couldn't recover. He couldn't recover from his last heart surgery, but he I, he was famous for saying to me, "My brother, um, blah 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 years old," because he was hate all his life. Yeah. Like what, since, we, since we were born, like I'm blah 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 years old, and I don't know what the fuck I want to do with my life. Like yeah. that, that was his famous saying, and yeah. like he he worked in he worked in the car industry most of his life, sales, repairs, mm. rentals, all that. Like he worked in every aspect of the car industry all his life. I mean, and he even drove, he drove a limo. That was his last, and he worked at the DOT, like as a truck, at a truck way station. So he literally yeah. worked with automobiles all his life. And he was famous for saying, like, when we were trying to figure out what we want to do with our lives, like, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do with my life. And I'm this many years old. Mm. So. Well, you know, it's it's very interesting, you know, at, moving on this conversation because the first card that I drew was the Father of Wands and the Snake, um, and the we've got the um, the God Strike, which is the intuition and the knowing and the fire. This is passion, the passion to purpose. So this was the very first card that I drew for you when we were chatting, um, just talking about it. So again, big transformation going on. So acknowledgement um so you're going to be getting some intuition coming through and 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 moose was acknowledging this acknowledging you as far as this so um it will be quite interesting to see what happens for you um when you have you know your reading um i believe that you're going to have some very strong intuitive hits um this could be from your father he might be coming through helping you from the other side to to figure out you know your life purpose um, but we've got the snake energy coming through again, you know, so the snake energy is actually talking to you. There's, there's, there's healing from that energy. So even though, you know, you've got anxiety and fear around it, they're, they're here to teach you something. Um, and I just don't think that that is coincidence. I don't think it's coincidence that I drew this card first up. I don't think it's coincidence that you're talking about the snake that you watched, um, you know, in the rock formation. And, you know, I don't think it's coincidence that I'm talking about, you know, um, transformation, shedding of the skin, you know, letting go of the old, you know, um, what no longer serves you, stepping into a, a, a new um, place in your life. Um, that's all fire, fire energy, wands energy, snake energy. It's, it's funny because <laughs> literally, like most of this episode... I've had the coldest chill through my body and like I'm a huge believer in synchronicity and yes. fate and yes. like I don't know if I said that already but I might I might have but I mean it's just ah, yeah I feel like something so big is on the precipice of my life and I I mean I just started a new job in sales and I I don't know maybe that's what I'm meant to do because I I set a record at this company for having a sale in the first week on the phones so, fantastic good on you i mean it was i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna be uh i'm not gonna be greedy but it was pure yeah. part of it was pure luck. 
because yeah. I call I called this client and they need phones, so I sold it to them. But yeah. like it was part of it was pure luck, but part of it was also I connected with this client to some degree, That's right. and I know that. And I mean, I'm in the paranormal, yeah. you know, and when things yeah. happen, they happen for a reason. And that is right. It's just, oh my god, like I, I can't lie, like the whole top, my, the whole top half of my body is freezing right now. For, <laughs> and it, yeah, it's chilly outside, and the doors open out here, but. It's not that cold where I should be like freezing to like. No, that's right. Almost, like. Yeah, so spirits definitely talking to you. There's 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 messages there that's coming through. Um, spirits definitely speaking, and like I said, it's 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 not like I don't believe. You know, I believe in synchronicities and and those kinds of things. So I don't think it's by coincidence that I randomly out of seventy eight cards, the first card I picked was the you know, father of wands and then the magician and then we've got the ace of wands. And um, so, you know, so much um, information that, and obviously the magician also, he is about synchronicities and speaking to us um, through synchronicities. And um, that's how, you know, our guides speak to us. And again, I think it will be how Moose will probably speak with you also. He will be showing you these synchronicities. We just have to make sure that we are open to receive those messages. So he will be giving you those um, types of information and synchronicities also. Maybe. I mean, technically, technically, he's my wife's dog because she she bought the original dog that died at 18 weeks old from a, yeah. from yes, Moose from misshapen kidneys, and like yeah. he was a, Moose was a replacement dog, kind of. He was a replacement yeah. puppy. Yeah. So, yeah. But it I was, think yeah, it was I I find that bad. interesting. It happens a lot in households where owners um you know go oh well this one is my dog um but there's there's contracts between the both of you. And obviously I'm having a reading with you and him. Um, and this is the contract between the two of you um, and, and him helping you with your work. So um, it would be interesting, you know, to do a reading, you know, with your wife and him to see what he's come in to do um, with her, because obviously he will have purpose and, and things to do with her also. Um, it's just that, you know, I'm reading with you and him, so. Whoa. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm getting such a feeling right now that it's almost overwhelming. Like from all this, like it's wow. <laughs> but why don't you? Well, because we we have hit the hour mark here, past it. But I this conversation has been so, has been so great. I didn't want to end it. But yeah, why don't you tell my listeners where they can find you? Where they can find your services, promote yourself to the fullest, basically. Okay, thank you. Um, so you can. Um, I've just we've just lost power. So this is um, here's spirit talking to us again. So you, I've just lost my light. Um, so you can. Um, my website is um, www.animalconnection all one word um, dot net. Um, you can find me on Facebook um, at Animal Connection with Dr. Lisa. Um, and I can um, send through to Jeremy um, my LinkedIn bio where you, if you um, to sign up to get a reading done. Um, obviously, you can always message me through Facebook um, or through my website. Um, I've got a couple of freebies going on um, on my website that you can um, sign up for, which is a, a three video training as an introduction, a beginner's guide to pet tarot. Um, and we that helps you. It's a little boot camp that I did. You get a workbook, um, you get the video trainings directly into your inbox. Um, so you get that for free. Um, you just have to um, put in your email address um, to go onto the mailing list with that. Um, and um, yeah, I'm always happy to, to help people out. I've got a great um, uh, private group um, that we do lots of readings and stuff in and do lots of trainings. Um, and so, yep, that's the best way to to get a hold of me. And all my all my listeners know where you can find me. Listen to the outro to hear more. But if you don't know where you can find me, but I want to thank Lisa for coming on today, because Doctor Lisa, because it's been an amazing, amazing episode, and I can't wait for my listeners to hear this in June ish when it releases. Fantastic! But I can't wait for my listeners to hear like. I'm gonna have a week of because uh, I do I do by I do twice a week episodes so 
I'm going to have a week of uh, animal communication episodes, and that's just incredible to me because I, it's one of my favorite topics in the paranormal world is animal communication. So That's beautiful. Well, I'm more than happy to come on again and have a chat um, anytime. I can talk about talk about this topic of, you know, my experiences all day long, and, you know, an hour is a very short period of time. It is, and I definitely would be willing to have you on. I, yes, Moose, we're talking about you. We know this. <laughs> <laughs> and I definitely would be willing to have you on again. 100%. Beautiful. And, Beautiful. And I want to thank all my listeners for listening. Thank all my watchers for watching. And to my watchers, I'll be back tomorrow with another show. To all my listeners, I'll see you in half a week. Have a good one. And remember, things happen for a reason. We just pro- we yes. just proved that to some degree. So yes. thank you. And I will see you all in half a week. Have a good one. Thanks, everyone. You can, of course, find me on Facebook as Jeremy Bryant. Or on Facebook as Paranormal New Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings podcast with the S Facebook group. You can find me on Twitter and the gram as that Juggalo Bastard. And you could find me, of course, on TikTok as that Juggalo Bastard podcast and on YouTube as Paranormal New Normal. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on everything we do if you're interested in seeing more. Patreon material coming soon.